Do you not feel good enough, even though you get praised by everyone? Are you only noticing the times when people treat you badly? Do you ultimately value yourself? Today, we're talking about self-worth. Welcome back, loves. I'm hoping you're having a blessed day. And I'm so glad you're taking some time to catch me on this episode about self-worth. So let's get into it. I'm sure most people have felt that they weren't good enough, at least once in their lives. I certainly feel that more often than I'd like to admit. Many of us aren't even aware we have self-worth issues. We go about life and think people are supposed to treat us a certain way, and we demand respect. But half the time, we don't even give ourselves the respect that we deserve. But why? Maybe we weren't taught this. Or we were always expected to give respect to others, but never was told that we need to have respect for ourselves first. I see this all the time in friendships and relationships. There are people who are doing everything they can just to win the other person over. Or they're just doing everything for the other person. There's nothing wrong with that, except is that other person also doing the same back? Is there equal give and take in the relationship or friendship? When there is a relationship where one person is doing everything, usually the other party isn't returning the effort. I understand that you feel that it's your job to take care of the other person. Maybe you take pride in the fact that you're doing everything, but what about you? When you give yourself to someone else, you're losing a part of yourself. That's not to say that your identity is tied to you giving everything to the other person. But are you doing the same for yourself first? Maybe you feel that if you stop doing this, the other person no longer likes you or isn't giving you the love that you think you need. But chances are, they're probably not giving you what you deserved in the first place. This is for those who are doing everything or most things in the relationship or friendship. Of course, if you're on the other side of the dynamic, it can also play out as self-worth issues. You believe that you are entitled to everything and that everyone around you needs to serve you. But what you don't realize is that when you feel entitled to everything, you're registering that you're not loved or loved enough unless the other person is giving you everything. On both sides, there's a mentality of lack. One believes that they need to do everything for the other person to love and respect them. On the other side, they feel that if the person who claims love them isn't doing enough, then the person doesn't love them or love them as much as they thought they did. If it continues on, there might be doubt that they might not be lovable anymore. On both sides, this becomes a faulty mindset because neither one of them is seeking the love that they deserve from themselves. Why is this important? If we can't give ourselves the love that we need, then we aren't ever going to get the proper amount of love that we should be getting from everyone, including ourselves. This also causes issues in the relationship or friendship because there's always one who's needy and one who is self-absorbed and both feed into each other. You might not see any issues with this, but what is truly happening isn't love, it's fear. 
Fear and love can't exist together. They're opposites. I'm sure this isn't truly the type of love that you were thinking you would get into anyway. So where can we go from here? It's acknowledging that this is an issue within yourself, but also know that the people around you who exhibit this behavior is also dealing with some issue. So you're not alone. The next step is to figure out how to build from here so that we can give the love and respect that we deserve from ourselves first. That way, the relationships and friendships you have going forward isn't based out of need or lack, but from the fact that you just truly enjoy their company. This also makes you more secure in yourself to bring in the right people for your life so that you can be happy. Of course, we can't wrap this up without a story. Let's get real here. I've always had this fear of not feeling good enough. This fear actually played into starting this podcast. I've been wanting to start this podcast for two years now. I've always wanted to help people and share my messages for those that may benefit from what I have learned throughout life. I've always wanted to help people and share my messages for those that may benefit from what I have learned throughout life. My life experiences and my constant love for researching topics of interest should have been more than enough proof that I can do this. I've been giving advice and helping people from as young as I could remember. I've taken on the nurture and parenting role as well for many people in my life. The type of podcast I wanted to do was based off my life experiences and things that I've lived through, but none of this was enough for me to believe in myself. There were plenty of times where my advice and guidance have helped others, but I just couldn't see my self-worth. It didn't matter how many people saw my value or how many have told me that I am worthy, I just couldn't see it. There came a point where I had to get real with myself and ask myself why I had such a hard time seeing my own value. At the end of the day, this was something only I could help myself with. I had to slowly believe in myself, even though there's always a voice inside that tells me I'm not good enough. I've slowly stopped listening to that voice over the years because it wasn't beneficial for me. Of course, I still acknowledge its existence, but it was hurting me and has stopped me from achieving the things that I wanted. Even now, I still struggle with my own self-worth issues, so I'm right with you guys for those who are struggling with it as well. It's a slow process, but every day it gets a little better. It's a journey, but I believe that it's a worthy journey to embark on, to the healing process. You know, it's very self-depreciating when I couldn't see my own self-worth. I was completely selling myself short. I was allowing people to walk all over me for years and I allowed it to delay my goals. There's an added fear aspect here as well, where I felt like I'm being a fake person whenever I tried to move ahead of this. It's called imposter syndrome, but it really sucks. It feels like I have one foot forward and another foot backwards. I completely tolerated and accepted a lot less than what I deserved. Let's acknowledge that it's not always our fault, but that's not to say you should use this as an excuse to avoid any responsibility for your actions. Usually, the low self-worth comes from something traumatic in the past, whether you're constantly being put down or people blaming you for the things you didn't do. 
It could have been that you just had high expectations for yourself and you just never reached them. It could have also been from bullies in school or narcissistic people in your life. It's possible that you've tried your best and someone said, that's not good enough. What's helped me over these years was reminding myself that the self-depreciating voice that's coming through is just keeping me safe. But the reality is that there is no danger that is actually harming me. The other thing I like to do is to keep motivational and uplifting quotes around my living space to remind myself that I am good enough. It took some time getting used to, especially in the beginning, so I recommend that you just have a couple main quotes to start out with. You'll probably even encounter that voice saying all sorts of negative things like stop lying to yourself, which by the way, it's very normal, but just keep repeating the positive things to yourself. Over time, the voice will start getting quieter the less you listen to it. I also believe self-worth and value could be linked to confidence. And what better way to build confidence than to work out? You look good, you feel better. It gives you endorphins, which gives you a better boost of positive energy. The last thing that's helped me is finding myself. I'd say... This was probably the biggest key to believing in myself. When you know who you are, you own it. You own yourself, and no one else can tell you otherwise. You know what you stand for, and you're proud of it. This also means that you are your own identity, and you're not trying to fit in or people please, which usually is another sign of low self-worth. You'll find yourself to be happier once you're able to be yourself. It is the best feeling knowing your own worth and to not tolerate those who can't respect you, nor those who can't see your worth. But you have to believe it. This can't be faked, so let's start taking our power back. I hope you're able to take something out of this. We don't have enough people in this world who have a healthy sense of self-worth. Usually, it's either overinflated or none at all. Let's bring back the balance in our lives and find the power within. Thank you for being here, and I hope to see you in my next episode.